What's going on, everyone? This is the CLNS Media's Patriots post-game show. Marvin is on. Mike Molyneux here, per usual. Final score at Gillette Stadium this afternoon, 24-12. to The Patriots get the win over the Buffalo Bills uh, to extend their home record on the season to 7-0. Overall record, 10-5. They clinch the AFC East Divisional Championship, as they usually do. Yeah. But, Marv, I understand a win is a win, but if you watch this Patriots game today against the Bills, it was an ugly game. Obviously, you see 24 points. They said, okay, they got some points up on the board, but then you get really into it and break it down. This game for the leader, the captain, the main guy, the face of this team, Tom Brady, it was an ugly performance for him. Whoa, and for looking the, at the wall. And for the first time, I think we can honestly say – he really looked like a 41-year-old quarterback trying to hang on to his career. This was I saw glimpses of hang on to his career. I saw glimp, glimpses of Peyton Manning today Jeez, with his my. style of play today. It was just it wasn't pretty for Tom Brady at all, but it'll be overshadowed by the fact that the Patriots did get the win. I mean, let's talk about the goods, man. Let's talk about the goods so far. Sony Michelle and the running offense in general. Michelle, 18 carries for 116 yards and a touchdown. Cordero Patterson, when he was in the game, he brought in a good burst as well with four carries, 66 yards. We saw James White. He had a rushing touchdown as well. He ran for 40 yards. Burkhead looked good out there running the ball. When he had a chance, he had 13 carries for 40 yards. So this offensive line, you know, had a great game. Definitely bounced back from last week when they had – multiple multiple penalties the offensive line played great and you ran all over a, a buffalo bills team who has a stout run defense you know this yeah. is a buffalo bills team that's really good at stopping the run and you were able to put over 200 yards over 250 yards rushing against them so that's the positive that was the game and obviously that was the game plan going into this game you saw the first the first couple of drives Brady barely threw the ball. Mm -hmm. It was just run it down their throats. And they were, for the most part, very successful with it. Now, let's get to what you were saying about Tom Brady. 100, 126 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. You can make an argument both interceptions were his fault. The first one, he was trying to throw to Burkhead. Burkhead went one way. Brady threw it the other way. Miscommunication. Miscommunication. And the second one went went through Gronk's hands, interception. I can make an argument, Mike, out of the 11 interceptions Brady has thrown this year, more than half of them is because of drops. Tips, tip passes. Tip passes, yeah. drops, and stuff like that. Brady, you know, we all know he doesn't throw many interceptions. 11 interceptions, this is the most since 2013, but it's usually single-digit numbers, and it's usually because of tip tip drills like we saw today. So that's not as concerning, but his his play wasn't great either. You know, he did miss, miss some passes. He didn't look too comfortable out there. You know, like we said, Buffalo Bills defense is no joke. It's, it's still a respectable defense out there, but – not the best game, probably the worst statistical game of the of his season right now. Only 126 yards, but we just got to look up. If we're going to talk about the offense, I think the running game takes takes most of the credit. Yeah, I would definitely credit today's game mostly to what uh, the run game was able to accomplish. Um, again, Tom Brady, 
he looked awful. I'll I'll be straight up and say it. He looked awful. And again, some some of it is not all on him. You know, some of the guys, like you said, Burkhead running the wrong route, or guys dropping the balls, dropping balls, um, or not being able to catch uh, passes being thrown their way. It's not all on Brady, but at the same time, this is a stat line right here: thirteen of twenty-four, one hundred twenty-six, one touchdown, two interceptions. We've seen stat like stat lines like this from some of the worst quarterbacks in the league, bottom of the barrel. And throughout the years, you know, even Tom Brady at his worst, I don't think has ever looked this bad. And another thing that's heightened about it is because the fact that he had a game like this and he's 41 years old. So then you look at it and some people are saying, okay, well, there it is. Now he's finally showing. He's finally showing that he's off that, he's falling off that cliff. Or, you know, Father Time is really starting to catch up with him when he has a game like this. And, you know, and to be quite honest, I did not see Brady having a game like this against the Buffalo Bills. Now, if they wanted to have a main focus with the run, that's completely understandable. Which which is, even if Brady was completely on point, Mike, I don't see him throwing over 250 yards this game. You know, the game plan was really just run it down Buffalo Bills' throat. And that's what this offense is going to look like from now on. <laughs> From now on, you're not going to see Brady. I don't think you're going to see Brady throw 40, 40 passes. It's going to be relying on this running game of Sony Michelle in the offensive line, adding in a quarter of Patterson. We hope he's not, you know, hurt for too long. He got he got out the game with a knee injury. So this is what this offense is. Without Josh Gordon now, it's going to be, you know, the slants to Edelman that we saw who had a had a really good game. I believe for six receptions, 70 yards, he had that touchdown where he didn't fall. So it's going to be mostly James White, Burkhead, Sony Michelle. This is where this offense is going to. And Edelman and, and Grimkowski are your secondary guys. Gronk. I don't even know if you can mention him too much. Nowhere to be nowhere to be found. Three targets, zero receptions. It's That's starting true. to look bad. It's really starting to, you know, I was always the Gronk defender throughout this year. But a game like today, my goodness. But at the same time, you could kind of balance it out and say Gronk being out there uh, for for run blocking, you know, led to the uh, – Yes. Part of the reason right. why the Patriots ran for um, 273 yards in total. And having Dwayne Allen back also, I don't think that's a coincidence that they started to really run the ball as they did for this offense. Dwayne Allen, a great a great blocker, adding him with Gronk, and they were able to do a lot of work there. Sonny Michelle, like this guy, he's your corner piece, key, key piece right now in the offense. This yeah. is going to be the guy you, you're running things through for however long you can get to the playoffs. This is it. Now, according to Dreamville, uh, he feels that maybe some of the reason why we didn't see a great Tom Brady game or maybe some of the reason why Tom Brady – I mean, the Patriots' offense was kind of more focused on the run is because maybe Tom Brady is hurt. And that's a conversation that's come up a little bit recently is could Tom Brady be, you know, dealing with an injury and just trying to mask it and just play through it and get through these games? You know, there was that game uh, where he went down and then he got up and was kind of fixing his knee brace. Uh, and he kind of brushed it off. Every kind of brushed it off. But is Tom Brady possibly dealing with the injury? Do the Patriots, you know, does the Patriots coaching staff have to kind of say, all right, we understand Tom Brady's hurt. 
It's all about the run now. Obviously, losing Josh Gordon and different things plays a part into it as well. But could Brady be dealing with something that we don't know about, which causes them to kind of have a game like they did today where it's all run? It's possible. It's possible Brady could be hurt. You know, seeing Brian Hoyer in with five, four minutes left into the game, that could also add to the speculation. You know, Brady hates to be out there, but I just don't see it. You know, I don't these past I don't see that Brady is that hurt where he can't throw the ball. We've seen him make some great passes through these past couple of weeks. I don't think it's injury. I just think especially for this game, it was just the folk, the game plan was to run quickly before we, you know, continue on to this Patriots game. For those who are watching, Eagles has just won. They beat the Houston Texans in the last second field goal. So, which means the Patriots right now are the number two seed. They just need to fit, you know, take care of business against the Jets, and they will have a bye. Hey. Like we talked about, you know, weeks before, a lot of the things with the Patriots going to shake down and shake out as what can other teams do to help put the Patriots in position uh, to possibly, you know, secure the first round by the second seed, maybe the first, the first seed's out the window. But I mean, now you have the Eagles getting this victory that helps out the Patriots a lot. They're currently sitting in second place. Um, and let's see if they can stay there. You know, getting that first round by will be huge for this team. Uh, and then on top of that, hopefully getting a chance to play at home is also very, very important. Like I said, Patriots are sitting 7-0 and at home right now. They defend Gillette Stadium. As bad as this team has played with the various things that are going on, whether it's the defense being off and on, Tom Brady losing Josh Gordon, whatever the case may be, the Patriots have secured seven home victories, and it's probably going to be eight next week when you take on the Dolphins. You know, I feel like Jets. Jets, I'm sorry. That's another team that you should definitely easily take care of. Um, but I think overall, similar to like you said last week, you are probably most likely going to beat the Bills. Not really a question. And these games at this point in time doesn't really matter. Only thing that matters is, yes, where you land seating-wise uh, heading into the playoffs. But there's nothing from this game. I don't care if Brady came out and showed it through 300 yards and three touchdown passes. This team has showed that it has a fair share of issues. The one thing that's huge, obviously, that you mentioned early on, Sony Michelle. And this is kind of, you know, connecting into something else I want to get into. This is a guy who is going to be a mainstay in this offense, not only this year in the postseason, but years to come. You have, with all the question marks with this offense right now, Brady getting older, Edelman getting older, Gronk, is, is he ever going to be the same? There's one guy who is obviously – going to be a focal point of this team moving forward and you have that in Sony Michelle. He's the guy Mike you you know before it was the Sony Michelle James White show that tandem and now it's like we were talking during this game Sony Michelle's going to have to be the guy who gets 20 plus carries maybe he's a guy you need to force feed he's yeah. not he's not a running back by committee type of running back he's one that you need to make sure you get him in rhythm for the most part and you saw you saw what he can do with 18 carries 116 yards against this defense that mm -hmm. that is very very solid for this team and health health is going to be the key with him if he can stay healthy you have a chance to you know really move the chains especially if brady is hurt Obviously, the offense is struggling. You didn't see any 
Philip Dorsett really in this game till the end with Brian yep. Hoyer, and he had a couple of carries. So he doesn't seem like he's going to be a guy that's part of the offense. Maybe with Corderell being hurt, they have no choice to put him in there because the passing game wasn't relevant. We didn't even hear about um, Chris Hogan. No targets, no nothing. Complete egg. Nowhere to be found. So, like I said, this is the offense we're going to see from now on with with Josh Gordon no longer part of this team. And we're just going to have to deal with it. You know, the guys, players are going to need to – wide receivers, when the ball's thrown, they're going to need to make plays. There's been a lot of drops this year, Edelman being – a big part of it, you know, coming after after the four game suspension, he's been dropping the ball. I think he's leads. He's in the top leaders in the NFL with um with that. So players are going to need to make plays, but the offense is going to be run through the run game. Yeah, and I mean it's unfortunate how this the roster has shaken out. You know, obviously you lose Josh Gordon, uh, but a game like today, even with the fact that they were very run heavy today you know no other wide receivers were really involved in this game after uh, julian edelman with his six receptions on 10 targets uh the next wide receiver who was targeted was cordell patterson two targets one reception the guys you just mentioned no hogan no dorsett i mean that and that's it right there obviously after that a lot of the focus goes towards burkhead and james white um but it just seems the Patriots are just so limited with who they have and what they're able to do. It it, it it sucks because it's one thing that I've always believed, you know, obviously you have Tom Brady, an aging quarterback, Tom Brady, who's still a solid quarterback. He needs to have as many weapons as possible. And I think next year is going to be a huge year for the Patriots where they're really going to have to make a lot of declarations about how they want to, proceed with Tom Brady's legit final few years in the NFL. I just want to mention that this post-game show is sponsored by our friends at 1 in 100. Boston sports fans, do you want to get killer seats to see your favorite team for just the price of a beer or a large pizza? Tired of playing all that paying all that inflated markups from brokers or last-minute convenience charges, so you end up paying courtside per courtside prices for nosebleed seats? Go to one in one hundred dot co not dot com the cost to potentially score tickets with one in 100 is a small fraction of the actual price score a pair of tickets for less than the cost of a beer that's o n e i n one z e r that's z e r dot c o one in 100 my man clifton just brought something up obviously probably not going to happen but he said the Patriots should sign Brandon Marshall tomorrow. No. You know, they need help, Mark. I mean, obviously, he's, he's – You have to work him out. You have to have him learn to assist. It's it's way too late. It's That's like, what I said. Obviously, it's probably not going to happen. Like, it's like bringing Kenny Britt in last year. That didn't really attain to nothing. It, receivers come into the Patriots system. Especially midway through. Now this is end way through. It just has never been successful. You just gonna have to work with what you have. Now, if Corderell is hurt, you gotta get seriously. Somebody. Then yes, I agree. You have to bring in a guy. Is Brandon Marshall the guy? He know he's been to a couple places now where they they cut him. 
Saints. They cut Saints cut Seattle. him. Seattle cut him. So is he even well enough to even play football? The guy is up there in age, but talent wise, Saints is a team that needed wide receivers bad, and they cut him. So I don't know. If Brandon Marshall will be the right guy. Well, let's see what happens with you know these injuries piling <coughs> up. Well, even with that signing, that suggestion, it even leads to the fact even more that. The Patriots are ha- going to have to, and this is a conversation we had, the Patriots are going to have to load up, right. you know, load up uh, this team offensively, defensively, yeah. you know, next season. This, yep. te- this, this team is going to really have to overhaul uh, everything because, like I said, you cannot waste away Tom Brady's final years in the NFL with this roster. Coming into the season, uh, you know, hope Edelman got suspended. No one thought Gronk was going to fall off the face of the earth. Um, Dorsett had a couple of nice games early on. People figured Chris Hogan was really going to step up. But, okay, that, that needs to come to an end. Patriots need to bring on some serious X factors offensively next season. Oh, and I think they will. Like I was telling you, Mike, so this season – Reminds me a lot of the 2006 Patriots season. You know, you come off having some success. You won multiple championships, and you had a roster that just was not good enough. You know, Troy Brown was your best your best receiver, and you needed to overhaul. Troy Brown, great. Don't respect Troy. No, he's not, he was great, but he was he was getting older as yeah. well, and he was your your only guy there. You know, shout out to Gaffney and all of them, but you needed you needed an overhaul on offense, and you need an overhaul on defense, and they completely just changed things up. That's the year they brought in. That's the offseason they brought in Randy Moss and Dante Stallworth and guys like that, and you saw what happened the following year. We're not going to talk about the end result of that year, but you saw the Patriots really overhauled them offseason to get themselves better. And I think this is going to be similar. Tom Brady, he's going to be 42, and he's going to be your quarterback. You have no choice. He's your quarterback going in. So as long as you have Brady, as long as you have Belichick, you're going to be playing for the Super Bowl. You're going to be setting up your team to be a Super Bowl contender, and I think that's what they're going to do in their offseason. This, this chapter is not closed yet. Yeah, I mean, one thing I always said was uh, if the Patriots dynasty was going to start to decline, this is the season that's going to start it. Now, with that being said, like you just mentioned, if they overhauled next season, brought in some guys, whatever the case may be, sure. Maybe hopefully they can find success. But, I mean, you can't really see this team being at the peak of – you know, a lot of success and a lot more runs to Super Bowls, not with Tom Brady at 42 years old. You know, if they can maybe let's let, let's call this season a wash. It's over, in my opinion. You know, I don't see a Super Bowl appearance happening. I don't see a Super Bowl win happening. But if they come into next season, they completely overhaul and get guys in offensively, defensively that can be really game changers and be weapons for Tom Brady to use. And they have a successful season, you know, great. More, more power to them. But obviously, it won't be a consistent, oh, Patriots back-to-back Super Bowl appearances. I don't see that happening. But obviously, again, you don't want to waste away Tom Brady's final few years in the NFL because he knows it, and a lot of people could definitely see it watching the lights at the end of the tunnel. It's, it's there. So 
do what you can to make this team in the last couple of years of Brady and maybe even Belichick too as successful as possible. And I think if Belichick coaching staffs, if they have any sense, that's how they'll approach next season. Looking at some of the comments, you know, guys are wishing that Patriots went out to get a quarterback this past draft. Caesar 23 mentioned Lamar Jackson. If you guys were watching last year, I was big on trying to get Lamar Jackson you were. on this team. I thought I thought it was a done deal, man. I thought Patriots really going to get Lamar Jackson. You know, Brady liked him. I, Belichick brought him in a couple of times. I really thought that Lamar Jackson would have a future with the Patriots. And you be, I'd be comfortable. I'd be comfortable seeing what's going on right now. You saw Brian Hoyer. He came in the last four minutes of the game. He couldn't do damn squat. So... <laughs> Unfortunate, you know, Patriots have no choice. They have no choice but to get a quarterback this offseason. Yeah. A real one, someone with some type of potential. So we'll see with that. So I agree with you guys about the quarterbacks things. Yeah. Uh, they can't go another season just hoping that Brian Hoyer will, will pan out. Obviously, <laughs> they brought in Garoppolo going back in time. Now, they brought in Garoppolo, but they figured, okay, maybe Tom Brady's time would yeah. be coming to an end sooner than expected. Then the guy just rolls off and gets Have two his championships. Best, best years of his career. Two, three Super Bowl appearances, you know, uh, two championships. You know, they didn't expect Tom Brady to go off like that. So, I mean, I think now, again, is the time that, okay, you bring a guy in. Obviously – when teams have an Asian quarterback and they bring him in, they don't expect – because if you think about it, Garoppolo would have been sitting behind Brady for, what, four, five yeah. seasons? It could have – Rodgers did four with Brett Favre, and, and that's a lot of years wasted. Exactly. Even that last year, people was like, okay, when is Rodgers going to get to time? Garoppolo sitting here, it would have been a lot of conversation. Brady, when is Brady going to be done? Is Garoppolo going to get his time? You know, Garoppolo couldn't sit here for that long. So, obviously, I think now is a better time than ever to bring a guy in because if Brady goes to 45, I don't feel like that's really going to happen. Um, if he goes another two, three years, at least you'll have a guy there that is ready to go after the next year, two, or three. So, um, Dreamville mentioned something about a report about a lot of people, I'm guessing, in the New England organization that might get fired. Didn't see nothing about that, Dreamville, but if you can send us information about where that report came from, definitely check it out. Um, Clifton, stars of the game, he says that Sony Michelle of the Patriots, of course, the whole yeah, running game absolutely. in general, general. J.C. Jackson, I've been telling you about this guy. Slowly, maturely, he's starting to – he reminds me a lot of Butler. Mm. He's reminded me a lot of Butler. You gave him a chance to, you know, cover big guys. He plays well, and now his confidence is growing. So I like J.C. Jackson as your star. And then, of course, you know, 10 straight years, AFC East champions. It's, it's I mean, an amazing it means, it means nothing yeah. when, you, when you're so used to it to us. We have bigger picture. We don't give a damn about the AFC East one because the AFC East is trash. Yeah. I the mean, Buffalo Bills team <laughs> is very sorry. I don't, I don't know how many times we watched this game and said, oh, they suck. It's bad. Like, they suck. Josh Allen, good luck with him as your future Buffalo. Uh, but, yeah, they're a sorry team. You know, quarterback shaky. They don't have a legit running back. Uh, it's just the Patriots were any better. They Definitely more than 24 points would have been put up on this team. 
Um, but yeah, shame on the Patriots to only score twenty four. Yeah, minutes, so. it could have been a lot worse. It should have been a lot worse for Buffalo, but you know, a win is a win. So sorry's was the Houston Texans had a chance to keep pace with KC for home field. Now you're the three seed and you just lost to Marius Thomas. Yeah, Texans, is, that's a blow losing to Marius Thomas yeah, is. to that team. Shout out to them for losing. You know, <laughs> Patriots get that number two seed. And they're going to hit. Once again, Patriots are going to make things really interesting in this playoffs. Because this is not a number two seed team. No. It's not. Really and not. they do not deserve to have a bye. Let's be straight they up. Not. But, but they have it. And when you give this team, especially Brady, who needs, he needs a week off. Desperately. Probably does, yes. He, he desperately needs a week off. You know, this guy is sore as hell right now. We don't know the injury state, but he needs a week off. Give him a chance to prepare for whatever team. You got to like your chances at home. You have to Very like true. your chances. Then again, you wouldn't be surprised if they just melt down in the first that first game. But definitely love it. Thank you guys for the stars and sorries, but you know we're gonna switch it up today. You know I see Mike got some his festivities on Christmas gear. Got a little sweater on myself. So today we're gonna do Patriots overall. Who deserves gifts and who deserves cold? Yeah, you know, like Marv said, we're gonna be playing cold Santa Clauses right now. We're gonna be definitely giving off some gifts. Uh, so far to this point in the season, sis, tis the season. Tis the season. And we're also going to be dropping off some coals down some chimneys for those guys who just has haven't been cutting it so far. So if you guys have any suggestions of who should be receiving gifts this Christmas or who should be getting some coal underneath their tree, let us know. But we got some guys in mind. I'm going to start it off. Okay, okay. Pretty guy, pretty pretty obvious who, who is going to get a gift so far for the Patriots, and that's Sony Michelle. Right. Excellent season so far. Rookie season, obviously, to get started on. He's dealing with a couple injuries. You know, had that crazy injury scare uh, earlier in the season. But he's come back, and he's looked strong. He's looked healthy. And he's really been very consistent for this Patriots offense. Again, he had a solid game today. But this is a guy who – like I said earlier, there's one piece of this offense that's moving forward that you can really count on and rely upon to be a part of this for years to come. It's Sony Michelle. They Patriots have their running back in Sony Michelle of the future. Okay, I'm also give a gift to the running back position, James White. This was the year, you know, Deion Lewis is gone. He was going to be the main guy to be the pass catcher. Burkhead goes down, and James White exploded to the point I was saying he should be a pro bowler. Mm -hmm. The fact – and, you know, I understand that he didn't get in. Rex Burkhead came back. His numbers went down a little bit. But Philip Lindsay, I think James White could have beat out Philip Lindsay. And he should have beat it out. Um, James White, incredible year. You know, he's been Mr. Reliable. All those years we've seen Edelman be that guy, that transition to James White this year. Great season. And he was what? your MV He could have been your MVP um, against we, the Eagles. Could have been the MVP the year before against the, the Falcons. Mm -hmm. He's just been Mr. Consistent the whole time. Also want to give a gift to Trey Flowers. Trey Flowers, mm -hmm. he's your best player on the – on the defense. You know, this is a guy who's going to be making 
a lot of money this offseason. It's going to be interesting what the Patriots do because he could be demanding big time, big time money. You know, he doesn't have the flashy numbers due to the system that the Patriots run, but he's clearly your best defensive player. He deserves a gift. Also going to give a gift to Tom Brady. Hmm. Listen. I know he's not having the greatest year. He's not having the greatest year, but the man is 41 years old. He's still out there. He led your team to 10, 10 wins, 10 plus wins once again. Um, you have a chance to be in the number two seed. Yeah. He's defying all odds of what a quarterback's supposed to be doing at this age. So you got to give him a gift. He's not going anywhere. Not the best season, but. You gotta give him some motivation. You know, sometimes if you don't give Brady a little little something, you don't want him to fall on the other side. <laughs> so, but I have a bunch of coal to give. I don't know. Oh, I do. <laughs> one more gift, though. One more gift. You know, I was on the fence about Brady, but then I thought about he's cracked over four thousand yards on the season, twenty five touchdowns, eleven interceptions, and he's forty one years old. I'll take that from a forty one year old quarterback because I know Peyton Manning was not doing that. Uh, I know Brett Favre was not doing that. Warren Moon, I think he had a solid season. But Tom Brady, like you said, is defying all odds. One more gift that I definitely want to give out is to Stephon Gilmore. Yes, you know, yes, yes, as, yes. As shaky and up and down as the defense has been, Stephon Gilmore has, you know, done his job as best as possible. You know, this is a guy who takes on, you know, the top target on opposing teams every week. You know, especially last week against the Steelers and against Antonio Brown, I feel like he had a solid game uh, in how he played. And he's just been doing that all year, going up against the top guys. He's been playing very consistent, consistently. He's a pro bowler, and he deserves it for how well he's played. He is definitely getting some gifts for Christmas. But, Marv, yeah, I know the cold. I'm seeing the comments. So, many, so much cold to be given out. You got some guys. I got some guys. You know, some of the guys in the comments were, were right here with, with the same kind of thoughts. So let's, let's get read, right into let's, it. Let's read some of their call. All right. And see if we agree with any. Cole, Rob Gronkowski. Absolutely. Absolutely. Whoa. You know, the guy is just a shell of himself. He's not the same player. I'm supposed to give a gift to Rob Gronkowski this year compared to what he's done in the past. He's nowhere near that level of player anymore. I'm not giving him a gift. I got some coal for him that I'm going to drop right on his pillow. Sheesh. I'm not going to give him coal. I'm just going to forget he was part of the the, the Christmas. This guy Christmas says he's going to skip over I'm his name gonna, on the list. I'm just going to skip it over. Not going to give him coal. Not going to give him gift. But it's really funny, man. This guy was supposed to get traded, and we would have been losing our minds. Now if he got <laughs> traded now, how would you? Ah. But on hindsight, Belichick always makes the right moves, and it would have he would have been in Detroit wasting away somewhere. And we were like, damn. Once again, Belichick smartly traded that guy. You know, Rob Gronkowski's done so much for us, so I wouldn't have agreed with it anyways. Deserves to be with the Pages and Tom Brady. But, yeah, not a great year. I'm just going to forget he was there. Cole. Ha, this one. Let's tackle it. Josh Gordon. A lot of people saying Cole for Josh. I'm going to say no. I'm not going to give him Cole. Patriots brought him in knowing knowing what would ha could be a possibility. The Josh, risk. Yeah. The risk. Josh Gordon's a guy who's suffering through something serious. You know, that, that mental illness, the addiction is there. The reports coming out today that we're reading that they had, what, 
all around clocks, around the clocks, around security. The clocks security around them. And then by week is able to slip away and still, you know, do what he wants to do. It's just, that's a sickness, Mike. Yeah. That's a cry for a cry for help, cry for concern. Um, he needs help. That's what we need to give him. We need gifts of help and support, but I'm not going to give him calls. This guy's going through enough already. And yeah. Take on Gordon. I agree. I mean, he need he needs gifts of help, obviously. Not only does he give needs gifts of help, but if we're just going to look at football aspect of it, his time in a Patriots uniform, he was very successful. Obviously, it ended in a way that nobody wished would happen. But when he did suit up and play, he gave the Patriots all he could and a lot of great effort. So just from the football aspect of it, with his time as a Patriot, I will not give him any call at all. Call for Josh McDaniels and the play calling. Yes, Clifton, yes. I got so much... I got so much coal for this, man. Ooh, I got coal. Just <laughs> He's going to feel something heavy. He's going to be so happy. You know, it's like, oh, what's this? Open it up. Just dust. Jesus. Dust in his face. Play call has been horrible. It's been really bad. I would admit that I like this game, the um, the game plan for this week. You know, you, you have to use your best guys. Sony Michelle, James White, Rex Burkhead. Those are the guys that are going to lead you now because you have no offensive weapons on the outside. So. Josh McDaniels, though, I I wish he took the job at Indy. Jeez. I really, I really do. I really do. We need some new flavor, new flavor, new play calling in this offense. But I definitely agree. And the defense, man, you know, begin the year we're praising Brian Flores so much. Sure was. You know, he brought in a different type of style. We saw a lot more blitz packaging, safety blitz. I loved it. It just didn't amount to anything nope. on the road. <laughs> on the road, they're completely. Kaka. Mm -hmm. Let's let's say how it is, man. Yeah. They are doo-doo on a roll, and Brian Flores needs to take – he's part of the reason why. So, you know, this guy – and he's fighting for a position title, defensive coordinator as well. So we'll see what happens oh, with that. But, good luck to him getting that. But, yeah, I, I'm not going to give it all on Flores, but the defense as a whole has not been great. Uh, one last one I see here from Jay Caesar. Cold to the front office. You have to draft better and pay guys top dollar to be on this team. And I agree. I mean, I feel like coming into the season, there was that clip going around I saw on Twitter uh, from several years ago where Tom Brady and Belichick was talking, and he was just saying oh, to so Brady, just, just, I can't get this team to perform how I want it to perform. You know, they're just not playing the way I would like them to play. And I think it's similar to this team this season. We had this conversation on the roundtable. Is it more of the players or is it more Belichick and the coaching? I feel like it's a situation where I don't think Belichick has changed anything. The coaching staff, you know, I don't think Belichick has changed many things over the course of the years. But there are some seasons where you just bring in the wrong personnel that can't get the job done. You know, obviously you would want consistency over the years, and I think that's part of why the Patriots have been so successful because you have this great mind in Belichick who is able, for the most part, to get greatness out of players, whether they're, you know, big-time, big-name players or guys who came off the practice squad and needed to show up. But if there's a season where you just don't have the right guys doing their job, you know, too many penalties being called this year, too, much, too many mental mistakes happening, sometimes it's just the personnel that you have. So, yes, 
the front office, Belichick, they need to do a better job in scouting, finding the right guys to come into the uh, to the Patriots organization and doing what they need to and do to, to get but, successful. Yes, definitely pay you guys. You got to pay guys. It, definitely this is, pay guys. This is where you, you, know, you really felt it when you didn't pay guys. Trey Flowers, a name I just mentioned again. Pay him. Pay that man. Keep keep some of your good guys yeah. on this team. You know, so we'll see where it goes. But that's a little bit of some gifts and some calls from your Santas. Uh, next week, again, the Jets are coming into Gillette Stadium. Should be a solid win for the Patriots, but final game of the season. Will the Patriots just say, yeah, cool, whatever? Or will the Jets come in here and say, yeah, cool, let's mail it in? Or will they try to... They can't really play spoiler. I mean, the Patriots already are going to the playoffs. The Patriots already locked up the division. But, you know, maybe the Jets just want to get a win against They could play spoiler if you if you lose. If you lose this game, Texans, yeah. Texas could still win. That is true. So, hey, Jets can come in here and really shake some things up. But I think the Patriots need to take care of business, what it boils down to. Um, it's the holiday season. Very true. Everybody out there, you know, thank you guys for continue watching. Be safe. Be safe. Stay healthy like we wish the pages will. You know, um, who was it? But Murphy said Merry Christmas and go Pats, definitely. It's going to be a bumpy ride from here on out after week 17. We'll see what happens with the Patriots. But, Mike, I know you want to tease something out there. Oh, yes. Once again, if you've been rocking with Marv and myself for a while now. 2019 is going to be a huge year because we are coming back with the oldie but a goodie, old to us, new to all of you. Double M Media is right around the corner. Uh, we talk a lot of Patriots football, but Marvin and I are into many other things, sports, entertainment, music, movies, whatever's happening in the world. We want to do it exactly. We want to do exactly what we're doing now with you guys. Have great conversation about whatever we feel is hot at the moment. Uh, we are also having a new partner joining up with the team, making us a powerful trio. Yeah. Um, they'll be debuting really soon. Anything else you want to add with that, Mars? Everything's going to be brand new. New setting, you know, new lights, new year. Same y'all. <laughs> Absolutely. So be on the lookout for that coming up real soon in 2019 Double M Media. With that being said, you know, again, happy holidays. Enjoy the time with your family, friends. Be safe. Um, wishing you all the best from Marvin is on. I am Mike Molyneux. This has been the Patriots post-game show powered by CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider of audio and video coverage for all Boston professional sports. We will see you guys next week. Happy holidays.